but now it just feels like it's just part of an everyday routine. I don't really tell anyone. I just get up and run and come back. And then people are like, did you run already? Yeah. Okay. This runs radio episode 1216 starts in three, two, Welcome back to Diz Runs Radio, where I talk with runners from all corners of the running world about running, life, and everything in between. I'm your host, Denny Cray, and it's just about time to head out the door for an easy run and a great conversation. So if you're ready, then I'm ready. Let's get started. Hey, y'all, uh, real quick before we dive into today's episode of the show, no proper sponsor today, just a little shout out, a little plug for the old giveaway. Uh, yes, it's a new year, at least, you know, it was a new year a couple few weeks ago. Um, but here in 2024, we're still doing the same thing we do every month. The beginning of each month, I pick a new winner to get a free training plan. Uh, 16 weeks, use it whenever you want. It can be, uh, you know, leading up to a race, of course. Uh, maybe it's coming back from injury and you need a little, need a little guidance. You, you want a little... Uh, somebody to check in on you, make sure you don't do too much too quickly and maybe re-exacerbate whatever it was that was going on before. Maybe you just, you know, just want some, want to not have to think about your training for the better part of four months. And you're like, dude, why don't you, why don't you just do it for me? And I'd be like, yeah, rock on. Let's go. Uh, one way or the other, if you want 16 weeks of free coaching that culminates in whatever you want it to culminate in, I got you covered. All you can do is enter the giveaway and uh, keep your fingers crossed for the random number generator to pick you. Get yourself in it at disruns.com slash giveaway or right there on the homepage of disruns.com. One way or the other, it, it both gets you into the same place. And then at the beginning of each month, uh, every month, I pick a new winner. And you don't have to re-enter every month either. Once you're in it, you're in it. So uh, the odds have literally never been as good as they are or will never will never be as good. The odds were better like seven years ago when there were like four people that were in the giveaway. There's more than four now. Uh, but the odds will never be as good as they are today. So get yourself in it. Once again, disruns.com slash giveaway or on the homepage, disruns.com. Now, without any further ado, let's go ahead and dive in to today's episode of the show. Hey, y'all. Uh, today's guest is someone that uh, works to make a difference in the world pretty much every day, and uh, running is definitely a part of that, to the point where uh, he is he is a, a streaker. He's one of those people, um, although some of you might be like, oh, he's still just a baby streaker, because it's been just, just over a year. He started on, on 1 January 2023, so uh, as we're recording this, I think he said he's 367 down, 368 uh, coming up after we get done chatting, so just over a year. But, uh, you know, every, every streak starts with two, right? And so he's well beyond that and uh, still going strong. And who knows how long that will keep going. But uh, obviously, we're going to talk about streaking a little bit. And, and who knows what else? A whole, whole host of things. So uh, let's get the party started and welcome uh, Mr. Marco Kasich to the show. So thanks for joining us today, Marco. Really appreciate it. Yeah, thanks so much for, for doing this, Danny. Appreciate it and looking forward to the chat. And, and like you said, the, the streak is still ongoing, albeit uh, new year, new beginning. So let, let's see what 2024 brings. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. And y'all, if you want to follow along, uh, post on, on Instagram just about every day. I think there's, I think there's, I don't know, I think I saw 363, 364, something like that on, on the Instagram. So maybe maybe still catching up a couple of days uh, yeah. from, from the last couple of days of runs. But I'll kind of follow along with the streak there and, and other things going on in his life. Uh, at xx underscore run one and that's one as in the word not the number so it's xx underscore r-u-n-o-n-e on instagram uh disruns.com slash slash 12 16 those are all numbers of course not words because i'm way too lazy to type out the words um but disruns.com slash 12 16 will get you back to the show notes today links photos the whole nine as per usual so Marco, the way we always uh, start off each episode of the show is with a, a real simple kind of introductory question. It, it's uh, a good, good way to start the chat, and usually there's about 14 different ways to branch off and, and follow up and ask questions once we get through the, the first question. But that's just to simply ask, what is your favorite distance to race and why? Uh, yeah, uh, l l let me answer this. Before I do it, half marathon. I'm always excited about half marathon, but about 15K into it, I start regretting it. <laughs> and start thinking I should have done the 10k I would have felt a lot better at this point in time so uh yeah I, I say before I start 21k I'm always optimistic and then there's always that regret syndrome sort of 16 17k in when when the burn starts so uh new year like I said I think I'll stick to the half marathon fair enough I, I think I think maybe 
in, in some twisted way. Like that's, that's every, every race distance has that point, right? Where like, right. if it's the full marathon, you get to, you get to, you know, I, I speak, I speak, uh, you know, English or I, 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 we all speak English. I speak American distances. Uh, but you know, you get to 16, 17 miles, you get to, you get to, you know, 28, 27K, something like that. And you're like, God, you know, it would have been great to be done at the half marathon point. Like, that would have been, been fantastic, you know? Um, you always always get to that point where you're just past the halfway, but you realize how much more you still have to go. And you're like, yeah, you know, wouldn't wouldn't mind being done right now. But yeah. uh, any, any, half marathon is a, is a great distance, and, and it's it's easily the most common answer around here. Um, I think just because it's, it's I don't know, I don't want to say it's, it's doable, because they're all doable, but it you know it depends on where you are. where you, but, but when life gets busy, and you can usually find time, I think, for at least a lot of folks that are dedicated runners to, to train up for, you know, about two hours, plus or minus, you know, maybe two and a half hours, something like that. Get your long runs in and, and get out there and get after it on race day. Yeah, absolutely. And also, as you said, sort of I've been running every day. So the idea of doing a full marathon and waking up sort of, you know, to do another five or 10K now that I'm doing daily. Yeah, it just doesn't excite me. So I think, you know, f- for my own sort of uh, next day self-belief and, and self sort of preservation, half marathon is sort of, yeah, my comfortable but, but hard distance. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. So where'd you get uh, started in the sport, Marco? I, I mean, obviously you started running at least at least a year ago. Uh, I'm going to assume yeah. probably probably farther farther back in the history books than that. So where'd you first get uh, dipping your toes in the running waters? Uh, you know, I, I've been an athlete since I was young. I played football or soccer, as as you guys on, on that side of the pond call it. So I've always been sort of into sports, but running was never something that sort of, uh, I guess, tickled me in the right way. I always f- found it quite monotonous, challenging to sort of keep going. So I would only run sort of uh, in the last few years when I would venture off to, to Bali. That was my sort of annual vacation living in the Philippines and then just sort of enjoy the, the, the beach runs. And it was really, that was the, the catalyst because in the Philippines, unfortunately, uh, we're not blessed with a lot of pavements, a lot of parks, a lot of places to run safely. So it was always my excuse. You know, I, I, I want to run, but the Philippines is probably the least runner friendly country I've been to in my whole life. Um, so the idea behind the sort of starting running more regularly was I didn't enjoy it, especially in the Philippines. And then it was doing something difficult once a day thinking that it's going to help me mentally. It's going to get me back into sort of the, 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 the running feeling I had in Bali. And that's when it started. So, so yeah, sort of to, to take you back, I, I, I've not been a frequent runner, but I, I set myself a one month challenge running for all of January, 2023. And then when that sort of passed, I was like, well, you know, this is doable. I realized I can do it. And then it, you know, like many people, I guess it just progressed and snowballed. And here we are sort of one year later. Yeah, it's 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 crazy, um, and I and I mean you could make this this point I think in just about any any avenue of life or, or especially any hobbies or skills or things that kind of develop over time where you look back and go, goodness, you know, at it, at at a certain point I don't know that I really liked it, but you know it was it was hard, it was a real challenge, and and for some reason I stuck with it, and then you know dot 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 whether it's you know six months later or a year or six years or whatever it's like holy cow look at look at how far I've come, um, but but all that to say you know being in a place that maybe wasn't the most runner friendly. And I'm going to try to, if, if I got my timeline correct, and if I'm mistaken, please correct me. You know, I'm going to, I'm going to try to run every day. Um, was there a point in that, in that, you know, that first month of the streak last year where you were just like, you know what? No, like, like was, was it ever a point where you, you thought might be tomorrow might, might be the day like, that, it, that it doesn't happen, that, that the streak ends at, you know, seven or six or 15 or whatever the case might've been. I I don't think there was ever a point of because once I committed to it, I think doing it was easy. I think that the hard part was finding the time to do it and then just having the discipline in terms of, I think, in an ideal world, you'd love to do it early in the morning, get it out of the way so you don't have to worry about it. But inevitably, I think that first month, it was very erratic. It was mostly in the evening, sometimes late at night. It wasn't very planned. It wasn't very organized. You know, um, I was trying to sort of fit it around what I was doing. So I don't think I was ever contemplating ending it in that first month, but certainly it would take me a, a fair bit of time to get started. You know, I would say, okay, I'm going to run at five, it will get to seven and I'm still sort of, you know, <laughs> still dragging myself, not doing it. So that was the hardest part, but, but actually I knew I had to do it. And it was just a question of when and not if. 
that makes sense. That makes sense. And and if the hard part then was was committing to it, and, and maybe I missed this when you were first talking about, it, but what was what was the impetus to commit to it? What was you know what, what was it like to to say, all right, I'm going to do this thing that I don't know that I really want to do. It's going to be hard, but but let's make it happen. Yeah, I, I think for me, and I don't know, mate. You, I think you're you're more plugged into the global running community or the U.S. community than than I am. But I think for me, perhaps it was different in that, like I said, I didn't go into running thinking this is my release. It was more this is difficult for me. I don't enjoy doing it in the Philippines because it's just chaotic at best. The scenery is not the best, but. Um, it's sort of tied in with the work that I do. Obviously, I run a not-for-profit most of my time offline. Um, and it can be very frustrating, especially at that time we had the Ukraine war going on. It was sort of, you know, there was all this kind of discourse about ending it, not ending it, so forth. And, and sometimes in our work, it can be quite frustrating with projects. And I think with running, it was one of the things that I realized I didn't have to depend on anyone else. Like I said to you, I made that commitment myself and I knew if I didn't run the next day or that day, I can't blame anyone else. I can't say it's the fault of my, my our partners or the funding didn't come through or someone let us down because inevitably that's that's part of our of my job day to day. So the running was more mental space for me, sort of meditation, release, and also a way of sort of, I guess, keeping myself accountable because often we're depending on other people in all walks of life, but especially in the work that, that, that we do. So it started off really that as, as a kind of therapy, as well as a kind of practice of doing something that perhaps I wouldn't enjoy. And then I think, you know, after that first month, after the first few months, there were just so many additional benefits that I didn't even think would exist in terms of community, in terms of sort of that mental space the the mental health the, the the actual understanding of how running develops other aspects and how we could use it in our day-to-day -day work so all these things I, I i never had any idea would snowball but but essentially it started with that doing something difficult that i could be accountable for myself and nobody else it's it's again it's 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 i don't know if interesting is quite the right word but but when you, when you look back and you're able to start to connect those, those dots and, 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 or at least kind of see the steps, um, with the benefit of knowing where, you know, knowing where the journey ends or at least where, where you are in the journey now and, and kind of seeing those, there's early days. Um, because yeah, I, I think, I think that a lot of us and certainly myself, um, have gotten so much from whether it's the sports side of running, whether it's the, the, you know, physical, just all aspects of running, you know, just, just the mental benefits, the, the, for a lot of us, it's, it's a social component as well. Um, you know, spiritual, emotional, like, like all of the, the things that we get out of running. Um, yet when we start, I don't think there's too many people it, it, as much as runners, you know, it might prattle on about all the different benefits and, Oh, you're going to love this. And you're going to love that. And it's a great way to clear your head. And it's a great way to think things through and solve all the world's problems and, and yada, yada, yada. Um, you know, when you get started, it's just like, this sucks. And like, I can go, you know, I, I can go two minutes maybe if I'm lucky before I, I feel like I'm ready to die. Um, but, but, you know, you said kind of a few months, you started to really see some of these benefits. Um, it, it, it maybe that's the same timeline, but, but when did it start to become something that, um, I'm assuming you kind of started to look forward to and, and crave and, and quote unquote need, maybe not even quote unquote, maybe really actually need to get your runs in. Um, versus more of this this chore and this challenge and this this thing that was that you were that wasn't easy like it was when you started. Yeah, it's a great question, and I I don't know if there was one particular moment where it sort of I guess changed, but I I, I agree with you. Now it's sort of part of my day. You know, I look forward to it in 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 a way, and especially because I travel a lot, it's a great way for me to sort of get in the miles, but also explore new places or, or perhaps add a bit of variety because again as I said growing up running as part of sort of soccer training I always found monotonous because it was often in, in circles and you know there was no there was no team ethic in the traditional sense so I would say I, I joined my first sort of fun run uh, it must have been sort of late February and I think that was the first time that something clicked in terms of the community around it, the social aspect, the, the actual people that are doing it. And, and like I said, it just opened up so many new avenues for us to explore as an organization because there are no barriers 
to entry in terms of how do you connect with young people when you want to get them into sports and running is probably the least barrier filled sport there is certainly in terms of having equipment having other other participants to join you so i would say yeah towards sort of the end of february i realized that this was something a lot more powerful than simply turning it into a habit which helped me for my work or for my mental health has has the 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 rules if you will of the streak evolved at all and and, and i say that or at least here's where the question kind of comes from in case that doesn't make sense i know that there's I've, I've talked to various streakers of of you know different distances different you know durations or whatever but like you know for, for a lot of folks at least here in the states it's like a mile a day um and, and i i know you said earlier you know yours is kind of 5k 10k something like that a day but do you do you have a a, a minimum and has that that you know quote unquote it counts to to extend the streak has that changed over the course from from january last year to where we are near here you know just into january of, of 2024 yeah, I, I think it has. And I think that's it's again, it's been organic. It's I'm I'm not very sort of um, territorial about the streak. So if if I was to twist my ankle today and, and sort of end it tomorrow, it would be OK. It's not sort of it's not something that I, I sort of am very strict about. I just I just like the commitment. And if nothing stops me from doing it, I want to keep doing it. But to answer your question, I started with 5K a day. That was a sort of commitment I set myself. Then I realized if I do around, I think it's 7K uh, a day, it works out to 2,023 kilometers for the year, which sounded okay. So I was like, okay, let's do that. That was about a month and a half into it. And then it became quite easy. I wasn't getting that sort of high. I wasn't getting that push when I was doing the seven or 8K. So I think in the last six months, as much as possible, it's been minimum 10K. And then in December, I was doing a bit of traveling and I had a bit more free time. Uh, I, I took a week off early before Christmas and then I said, okay, I'm going to do 500 K this month. And then, so I, I do the kind of challenges depending on where I am and how it's going and no challenges this year. I think 10 K a day is what I'm comfortable with. And then we'll see what happens in the next, next few weeks. That's, that's a heck of a month of December. And for those, <laughs> for those that aren't quick on the, the, the metric conversions, 500K, that's about 314 miles because 5K is 3.14. and We just moved the decimal point two spots. See how that, you know, math is easy. <laughs> um, but that's, that's a busy month. I mean, how, how, many, how, how many kilometers or, or what was the total volume did it end up for the, for the year? about uh yeah i just i just checked the the, the strava app they sent me the year in in review i think i did 3940k for the year so it pushed it up definitely i think december ended up being about 550k it was definitely by far my sort of most yeah yeah by far but again that 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 to me was i visited sri lanka for the first time I, I went to a new city every day, and again, it was just a great way to actually see new places, experience things, and and um, yeah, it just my my schedule allowed for it. So so um, I don't know if I'll be doing a 500k month again anytime soon. <laughs> it's quite a load. <laughs> yeah, it certainly is. But I, but I love the you know it, it almost and please don't take this the wrong way, but it almost feels like you're, you're wise beyond your years in terms of running years uh, and and just experience to to be like, hey, I've got the opportunity. Um, I'm, I'm going to, you know, explore, explore more both, you know, in terms of just the locations that you're in, but also like, let's see, let's, let's set a big goal and see what happens and go for it. Um, but also, you know, I, I feel like in my, in my, you know, a decade ago when I was still kind of newer to running, um, I might've done that and then been like, all right, well now 500 K every month has to be the new, the new standard. <laughs> and, and that would have probably got me into a, a whole lot of trouble so to, to recognize yeah. that like, Hey, it was a good challenge because I had the time because my schedule opened up. But like, it's a one-off at least for now. You know, who knows what the future holds? But for right now, that's plenty for one month, and we'll go back to you know eight, ten, twelve k most days, and and that'll be okay. You know, whatever that shakes out to be, uh, you know, off the top, you know, two hundred fifty, two two hundred and eighty k, something like that. That's that's still plenty of mileage. It's still plenty of volume. Um, but it sounds like a little bit more sustainable for day-to-day -day life um, outside of one month. Yeah, and I mean, I, I would love to do it on a monthly basis, but it's just too time consuming. I, I think it's just I, I don't have and an, it's not just the time. It's just, you know, you have to obviously prepare a lot. It's 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 a lot of miles. And uh, I don't know if you're familiar with uh, Mika, Mika Shavit, uh, Mika Shavit from Miami. 
I mean, this this guy is is a, is a complete beast. He's been doing half marathons for a thousand days plus, and yeah, I mean, yeah. So so, and again, like I said, for me, it's I think it's what I get outside of the the running, if that makes sense. I I don't, you know, I'm not one that chase, chases PBs. So I, you know, the reason why I mentioned at the outset, I do half marathons. Marathons. I haven't done a full marathon yet, just because it's not. I don't want to, I don't have a checklist to tick where it's like, Oh, I want to do this. I want to run that race for, for marathon. I think for me, it's the journey rather than, you know, ticking these boxes and, and yeah, I'll see where it goes. I'm like, like you said, I'm still sort of in my baby, baby days. I've only been running for a year and I'm just enjoying the process. Um, so, so we'll see maybe, maybe March, April, may I get another crazy idea of another five or 600 K. But for now I'm, I'm okay where with uh, with where I am. Well, I'm I'm gonna go ahead and and, and not try to, to jinx you, but go on record. And say that, <laughs> yeah, you you keep doing this running thing, and there're gonna be other crazy ideas. Whenever whenever it is, whatever whether it's a volume total, whether it's you know a marathon or an ultra marathon or some multi day you know stage race type of thing, or there's the, the 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 beauty, the blessing and the curse of running. I think is that I mean it's kind of limited by your imagination you know obviously there's a lot of of standard races in terms of distances and and things like that but you start to go especially off-road a little bit um onto the trails get into into the wilderness um you can you can just start making your own rules in terms of distances and and all the things so um yeah you you stick around i know i know i'm 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 scaring a lot of my staff and a lot of my friends already (laughs) they they already think i'm crazy so uh, yeah (laughs) Yeah. but but i can see that it's 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 a great it's it's the curse, but it's the blessing too. Because it, it, yeah. if if you find something that you really like, and, and, and you know if it's if it's this, if it's a you know eight ten k's per day, and just kind of keep doing that forever, great, that's awesome. You know, and if if at any point that you're just like, you know what, I don't want to I don't want to run today, and and you take the day off, and then it's like, a, you, how do you want to explore differently? And and you always have those options, and um, you know, it's it, it it grows and it ebbs and it flows, and and there's no you know. You're never stuck with, I got to get 11 mates on the pitch to kick a ball around. You know, it's like, I can, I can, <laughs> Absolutely. I can do what I want, um, how I want, when I want. And, and that's great. So, um, I don't know. I, I feel like we've talked about the streak a lot and, and I don't know, maybe it, it keeps coming back to that, but shifting gears a little bit, you've mentioned a couple of times how it kind of relates to, to the, the business that you're in or the, the nonprofit that, that you're, you're, uh, you know, associated with that you work for, um, that, that you're part of. Um, and, and curious if, if we could at least, you know, t- touch on that a little bit, kind of what is it, what is it that your organization does? I, I feel like I heard somewhere in there kind of exposing kids to sport, which is, which is awesome. Um, but, uh, but yeah, what, 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 tell us a little bit about Fun Life. Yeah, more, more than happy to. So, so Fund Life is, as you said, it's a, it's a not-for-profit organization based in the Philippines and, and we simply use sports as a tool to protect, educate and empower young people. So basically giving them access to, to life skills through sports, which sounds pretty simple, but in, in sort of the communities where we work, um, just access to a safe space, access to structured sports is something most young people don't have, especially girls. So we, we essentially use that as a way to, you know, connect with their families, connect with their schools, and really try and give them a pathway to a better life. And that can be a scholarship, that can just be giving them the confidence to believe in themselves by learning a new skill, socializing with new teammates if they're doing that um and then beyond that you know we we do more educational stuff but the sports was in our dna when we started and that's still fundamentally sort of part of 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 what we do it's a it's a hugely you know i'm sure like all of us know and all of your listeners understand the benefits that comes with running i think that can be applied to all sports in terms of the, the the personal growth and just giving that confidence so that's really, really what we do. And, you know, we work in different areas, poverty alleviation, in conflict, uh, peace building through sports. So it's a really, really powerful tool, which I think sometimes people don't recognize, especially with how how huge sports is as a as a sort of elite commercial entity. The grassroots is really an amazing sort of opportunity to use that for, for social impact, which is what I'm lucky enough to be part of with Fund Life. Yeah, I, I think... Um, at least, at least for me in the, in the bubbles that I've, you know, or the areas I've lived in or whatever, the circles I've, I've, I've been a part of, you know, over the course of my life, you know, here in the States, it's, it's, 
I don't want to say every kid participates in sports. Like my, my daughter's nine and she's not really in any type of organized sport. She just hasn't really had any interest in it, but like, you know, she'll go to the neighbor's house and, and they'll kick the soccer ball around. Or, you know, she ran the, the, the turkey trot with, with us, with my wife and I on, on Thanksgiving day here in the States. So like, like she's certainly exposed to, you know, that she goes to, to school, right. And they do, they do physical education. So they do various, you know, sometimes it's run around and play and tag, but it's, it's being active and, and learning a lot of those lessons. And so I, you know, all that to say it's, it's, I think it's easy for, for myself, at least I won't speak for everybody else, but it's certainly easy for myself to kind of just take those, those sport lessons more or less for granted. It's just things that, that I was always a part of, you know, between school and playing, you know, local club sports as a kid growing up and, and, um, you know, to, to just, it's hard for me to put myself in a headspace where like those options just don't exist, where, where it's not just, just, you know, even if it's literally nothing more than, you know, the kids from the block and we, you know, we make up some game where we're throwing, you know, acorns at each other or, or we're chasing each other around <laughs> the, the trees or you're playing tag or I, you know, just, just the way that, that, that again, you kind of get some of those lessons of teamwork and cooperation and, and, and whatever, and, and the physical growth and, and all the things. Um, so to be in an area where that's not common and, and quite frankly, where it's not safe is, is just, it's hard for me to wrap my head around, I guess is, is what yeah. I'm trying to get to. And so I can only imagine the the impact it makes not only on, the kids that, that you're able to impact now, but then hopefully, and I'm sure this is part of the mission too, the future generations, their children and their children's children and how that can maybe change a whole community and, and, and maybe the whole world um, just by allowing more kids to experience some of those those benefits and, and just be, be kids for lack of a better way of saying it. Yeah, I, I, absolutely. And, and, and you're completely correct in that, you know, we, we take it for granted. You know, when I grew up playing sports, it was just something that was part of life. And you never really sort of understood the the, the, the benefits that come with it. But, you know, in, in our case, it's it's simply, you know, a lot of the kids that we work with, for example, when we talk about poverty communities, they don't see the value of education because it's too much of a long term investment. You know, you have to go to school for seven, eight years before you get any benefit in terms of financial so again, we use sport as a way of just explaining to them, you know, what you put in today, you're going to get back tomorrow in sports. You know, we talk about running a lot and, and you know, you see how your times improve. The more you train, the, the faster you get. Um, so it's the same. And sometimes these these kind of life rules almost, it, it's just an easy way to communicate to them in a way that they, they understand. But more importantly, the, the, the family understands because often, as as you mentioned, your wife and you, you support your daughter in what she does, but some of the kids that we work with, they don't have that kind of ecosystem where, where they get that support to stay in school or to pursue something. So, so yeah, it's, it's super interesting. And, and it, it's, it's a, like I said, I'm very lucky to be in that space. And there's so much, I think, still room to go because as, as you imagine in, in this kind of space that we're in, it's very academic focused and there's a lot of negative co- sort of thoughts with sports uh that it doesn't do anything above you know just a distraction for kids but as we're seeing now especially with you know normal people in terms of the mental health crisis that's happening here in the uk in asia um you know people people want something to do as as you mentioned there socially community i just think it's 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 an amazing tool to explore especially when you step away from the kind of elite commercial side of sports which unfortunately now has got a little bit yeah a little bit crazy everywhere with 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 crazy wages and and everything but at the essence i think there's so much that you know it can benefit people especially at the base of the pyramid as we say right right for sure um as as trying to tie the streak back into this a little bit now is as as you know january ticked over to february and the streak kind of continued to build and and it became uh i'm assuming at least you know something that less of a less of a question of marco did you run today or you know when you come into the office or when you see the kids or whatever more of how far did you go how how are things going things like that um how has the streak kind of of i don't know been implemented into into the 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 fun life i don't know just the day-to-day working in terms of like inspiring others or or creating conversations that have led to things i'm just i'm sure there has to be some tie like a lot of tie-in probably a lot of overlap but curious if there's a, a couple stories that that kind of really can can bring that to life yeah yeah and and again i i've had to be careful not to sort of impose this sort of uh because you, you kind of want to share it with everyone right when right. you get into this sort of mentality you're like hey try it because you you can get so much out of it so um 
so I've been careful, but what we've done is we've, we've created something every March for International Women's Month called Move for Equity. So again, the idea is to get people moving, whether it's Zumba. In my case, I, I obviously champion running. And so we had a huge activation last March. It's happening again this March. And the idea is we get people to download Strava or any other app that they're comfortable with. And then basically we set them the goal of, you know, doing either 3.8K at any point in the, because again, these are just links to International Women's Day, which is March 8th. So we've been playing around with it. And then we had an amazing story of one one sort of community. They're, they're mostly um, teachers, but they're, they're, they're over 50. And amongst them, I think they did a call, uh, five of them did a monthly move of around 250 kilometers, which is huge, you know, for them. They were walking every day instead of getting the local transport. So so we, we have seen it sort of uh, transcend, I would say, just my own personal running and move into the organization. And again, if for anyone that has uh, ever been to the Philippines or has seen anything about it, it's not a very uh, walking friendly country. Like I said, the, 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 there's no real pavements. It's hot. It's humid. Um, so people don't often do a lot of walking or running. So we've really tried to have a positive impact. And now we've done some fun runs in the communities we work in. So this is something that we're definitely going to continue this year. And, and, and like what we were saying, I think moving forward, we just want to create a different kind of culture and get younger people as well as their parents to start thinking about these things. Just a fun run, even if you're walking for 5K, it's just the social aspect. It's doing something. It's it's that sense of achievement, especially if they're doing a longer distance. Um, so it's been really interesting and, and we're excited to to sort of see how it, it goes this year for, for March. Yeah, well, and, and, and hopefully um, to, to your point, or at least kind of one, one of the points I, I really kind of stuck in my head of, of just seeing, you know, if you're in an area where it's not very walker friendly, runner friendly, things like that, um, but to see somebody out there and whether it's literally every day or whether it's, you know, m- metaphorically every day, but, but whatever the case might be, like, like you're out there running um, you know, and, and even if, if it doesn't feel like people are noticing, people are noticing, you know? And so it's just like, who knows when, maybe it's, it's tomorrow. Maybe it's, it's next month. Maybe it's, it's March the 8th, whatever. Um, people start to just, Hey, all right, well, if some, if, if this guy can be out here running, maybe I can be out here running too. And, and, you know, who knows again, where, where that all starts to play out and, and three years from now, five years from now, we'll be able to look back and be like, all right, there, you know, look at, look at how much of a difference it made. Um, but just just that visibility, just that seeing somebody doing it, um, you know, I mean, and, and quite frankly, I mean, again, you go any any direction you want with that it, in terms of other other aspects of life where you see you see women doing things, you see people of color doing things, you see you see people doing things that don't, quote unquote, stereotypically uh, something that they're involved in. And it just opens that door, especially for kids to be like, oh, maybe I could do that as well. Um, and then hopefully, uh, you know, dot, 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 the world is a better place because of it. I, I completely agree. And, and, and yeah, my, my friends are testament of that. You know, they've started running because of my crazy posts and because of, yeah, like you said, the distances keep getting slightly longer. And, and yeah, I, I, I'm excited. You know, this was never part of the, the thinking when I started. But obviously, the, the, the more you the more you're in the space, the more I think gaps you see, because, again, uh, we're a very much cause related organization. And when, when, when I do fun runs, when I work with my friends or colleagues, on these things, we we noticed that most of the fun runs in Asia, not just the Philippines, are sponsored by sort of corporates that don't really champion a very positive social impact. And so, again, we look at that as a great opportunity to align with some brands that perhaps would have a better social message and to organize some of these runs. So so I think there's there's great opportunity because I think the industry as a whole, and I, I could be wrong, and I, I, I please take your your input here, but I think it's still very, very, very much a young sport in terms of running, in terms of these fun runs, making it accessible to communities. And I think the whole fitness space is, we're just now starting to understand the the value of actually living healthy and and moving and and eating well. So I think that that, that there's a lot to be optimistic about. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Um, as, uh, as, as the streak neared a year, kind of getting back to the streak a little bit more, um, which, which again, you know, as we're recording this was just a couple of days ago, uh, it'd be a couple of weeks till people listen to this. So it'll be, a, it'd be just a few weeks ago when people are listening to this. Um, I, I mean, again, obviously still going strong and still enjoying it, but like when you got to a year, was it, was the year any type of, of 
you know, milestone for you or was it just kind of another day type of a scenario? Cause I know for, again, for some of the streakers I've talked to, it's like every, every, you know, year mark is, is a big deal to be celebrated. And for some of them, it's just like, eh, you know, I, I ran today. I'm going to run again tomorrow. You know, I ran today, like, like whatever. Um, how did, how did you feel when you got to that year? Uh, it, it was strange because for, for the sort of first 350 runs days, I was running in, you know, tropical weather, palm trees. I was just sweating daily. And then I came to London to visit my, my parents for Christmas. And so for the last, yeah, probably since the 22nd of December, the last 10 days, I've been freezing. So, so <laughs> I, I was just trying to deal with the cold. And, and, uh, and yeah, to answer your question, no, I, I think for me, it wasn't a big deal. I think the first 100 days, that was probably the, the, the sort of biggest. I, I think when I got to 100, I realized that, hey, maybe I can, you know, get to a year because I never set out for, for the year. Um but now it just feels like it's just part of an everyday routine. I don't really tell anyone. I just get up and run and come back. And then people are like, did you run already? Yeah. Okay. No big thing. So it's no longer kind of a, this thing where people are just like, wait, you're running again. It's just, did you run? Oh, okay. Well, <laughs> you still have to run kind of thing. Um, along those lines, I guess, kind of similar to something that you touched on earlier, but, but we didn't dig into it at the time. Um, you know, having some or some, some instances where you get to, you know, five, six o'clock in the evening and go, oh, shoot, I haven't run, run yet. And, and I, you know, I need to sneak out and get my run in. Um, how much more, or, or maybe it's still the same. I don't know, but like, is, is running more of a thing now where it's like, it's in the diary, it's, it's in the calendar, it's scheduled. Like, all right, I'm going to, you know, whether it's a morning run, whether it's an afternoon, whatever, like, like, do you kind of plan your day a little bit more around, I'm going to run at such and such a time, or is it still a, a, an instance where running fits in, where running fits in? I try and I think it helps if I have a, a schedule, like something that I can't miss, like a flight or, or an important meeting, then I know it has to be done a certain time. But if I'm just sort of lucky enough to have a flexible schedule, if I wake up feeling good and, and sort of because to be honest with you, I, I prefer running in the afternoon, in the evening. Generally, it's sort of I've had a long day. The running is kind of my release. Whereas if I run in the morning, I still have that whole sort of stressful day coming up. And then I don't have a release at the end of it. So if I had my way, I would prefer running in the evenings. But but yeah, generally um, or afternoon evenings. But generally it's it's organic unless there's a real sort of I cannot miss this or I'm going to be on a flight. I have to do it before the flight kind of thing. Yeah, that's and and again, you know, going back to, to the idea of, of, you know, you can make running what you want. It's It's just it's. I don't know. It's not funny. It's interesting or it's, it's peculiar or whatever the right adjective is where it's like, for me, if I don't get my running in the morning, um, like, it's just like, that's like the, the kickstart for the day. Like that, that just makes mm. everything, it makes, it makes the world spin uh, appropriately and not wobble. And, 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 you know, as much as things might go sideways the rest of the day, at least I've got my run in, like, you know, we'll, we'll figure the rest of it out. But I, I know other folks, and, and it sounds like you're one of them as well, where it's like, it's the perfect way to end the work day. It's to kind of disassociate from work to back to, you know, personal time in the evening, whatever, um, get rid of the stress, think through whatever you need to think through. And so, you know, ultimately whatever works for you is what, is what, you know, is, is what to do. So I'm glad that you've kind of figured out that that's what's best and then still be flexible enough that if, you know, if, if you have something that you can't miss, well, we'll, we'll sneak it in earlier. We'll make it happen. Yeah, absolutely. And, and, and again, spending so much time in, in Asia, it gets very hot. So most of the fun runs that, you know, I, I join or that we do, they start between 3 a.m. to 5 a.m. So there are days when, you know, it's like uh, it's it's midnight and you're like, oh, geez, I got to wake up in three hours to go running. And, you know, so so it kind of you have to be flexible. But no, I, I, I enjoy the process. And uh, I don't think one size fits all. As you said, I, I also have many friends who have to run in the morning because of work or whatever it is. And, and for them, it's their ritual. Um, but yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm pretty easy. Yeah. Yeah. Well, that's, I, you know, as much as I'm, I'm anti one size fits all as or one side. Yeah. One size fits all as, as well. It's not my, my forte. I do think, you know, finding what works for you is, is the key and, 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 but being flexible enough, not being so rigid that, Oh, if I, if I overslept today, well, now I can't run. I can't, I can't run at two o'clock in the afternoon because it's not 6am. Well, like, okay, you know, can you still squeeze it in? Whatever, make it work. But uh, one final little line of questioning before we, we wrap things up, Marco. And, and um, just something that, that, uh, you know, you've talked about traveling a few, a little bit and, and running in some different places, things like that. And 
Um, I know that's that's certainly for myself one thing that I always enjoy about not that I travel often, but when I do travel, just the chance to to get out, to explore, to run different places. Um, and, and maybe this is an unfair question. Maybe it's it's too open ended, but you know, we'll, I'll ask it. And if it if it is not the not the first time I've asked a bad question, I guess, <laughs> as, as if it is a bad question, we'll see. But um, what are some of the the most memorable places or or um, you know fun places? Whatever, however you want to want to want to go with it, but like, you know, in, in the the year of running and some traveling you've done, where are some places that you're just like, man, this was an awesome place to visit and run, and and you know, maybe if if opportunity presents to go back, like I'd love to go back to wherever because the running there was was amazing. Yeah, no, it's 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 a real great question, and it's one of the things I look forward to now when when I do get a chance to travel for work, where where I can sort of squeeze some good runs in. Um, I think Saudi Arabia, I was there a few months ago, that was super interesting in, in Riyadh because you've got sort of this modern city and then you have the desert. So I was lucky enough to, to run the sand dunes. Um, also Turkey, I was in Istanbul. So, you know, the idea of running one day in Asia and the next day you're running in Europe just across uh, the, the seas is amazing. And, and Sri Lanka, that was just a couple of weeks ago. Just the scenery is so wild. You go from one day up in the mountains in the clouds, and then the next day you're sort of on the beach in the jungle with elephants. So those were really the the sort of I, I love the variety. So I think in all of the 360 odd runs I've done the last year, I think less than five have been on a track, and only those have been when I've been with friends, just because you know they're they're doing a session. I love. Bangkok also, by the way, if anyone's been to Bangkok, the traffic is completely insane. And I run on the road. So I run with the traffic because you can run faster than the cars and it's fun. And it's, yeah, I'm a bit of a freak like that. So the wilder it is, the the more I enjoy. So I, I don't usually go to the kind of, I like parks sometimes, but I prefer more of the kind of urban environment or something landscape sort of is, is very out there. So the more wild, the, the the more fun I enjoy. And, and the quicker it goes, I can run sort of 15, 20K if I haven't been somewhere before without a sort of second thought. Whereas if I do it on a regular path, it can feel quite tired. I think the mental side of it is is, is, is still something I'm I'm working with. Yeah. Well, and, I, and, and see, here here we go again with the, the, the differences, but also I, I, like the logic I think makes sense. So like, I run basically the same route every day through my neighborhood. It's about six six point two five miles, so just a touch over ten k. Um, but the majority of the time, it's dark. Like I'm out before the sun rises, and so it's it's kind of like even if I mix it up, it's it's still just all dark and the same. But for you running in the afternoon, it totally makes sense to me that like yeah, of course I want to mix it up because you're seeing, you're able to see so much yeah. more. Like for me, and of course it's just neighborhood. But I've even noticed that you know not not that it matters, but like if I turn right out of my house instead, like I normally turn left, but a, a couple of times I've turned right. So I've run, you know, sometimes when I, when I do my normal route, I, the last mile or the last 20 minutes is, is starting to be daylight. I can see a little bit more of those houses. So when I run at the, you know, run it quote unquote backwards and I start in the area that where maybe sometimes it's light and I and I'm like, Oh wow. I didn't know this house was, you know, whatever <laughs> color. I didn't know they had this, this type of tree in their yard or whatever. It's like, you know, you just notice some of those different things. So I, I get the idea of, yeah, always trying to mix it up, especially when you run in the middle of the day, because my gosh, like you just see so much more that way and, and able to experience it better than I mean, maybe not better, but differently than I am able to experience my same neighborhood in the dark every morning. Yeah. But, but again, you know, I, I really respect and I really sort of, like I said, for me, I think it's the mental side where if you can just get into that routine of doing it, regardless of having that stimulation, whether it's visual for me, I also run with music. I, I've run sort of without music a few times, but I prefer the podcast or music just something where I can sort of, I guess, drift away without thinking so much about the, you know, the, the, the steps or the process. Um, so, and again, I think it's, 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 it's really an evolution for me because I would love to get to the point where I can just run consciously of where I am and just focus on the running, focus on the steps, not worry about anything. So like I said, we'll, we'll see. There are days also when, yeah, running in the dark is also therapeutic, but, uh, but for now, I think I, while everything is fresh and if I go to new places, it's, it's really an interesting way to, to, to see things that you haven't seen before. Yeah. hundred percent agree. And, and yeah, again, we've kind of covered this a couple of times, but it'll be interesting, you know, where, where you are and, and how things continue to evolve and, and no doubt they will, um, over the course of the next, you know, year, two, three, five years, whatever, um, you know, some things will stay the same. Some things will be really even more, you know, 
dug in. Like it's always the afternoon or it's always this or that, whatever. Um, but some things will evolve as well. So one final question for you, Marco, and we'll get, we'll get you out of here. Um, kind of like the introductory question. I, I kind of close with a philosophical question. It's just in that it's open-ended. You can take it wherever you want to go with it. It's nothing really specific to, um, to, to your running life. At least as, as a, I mean, I guess it kind of is because it's a question about it, but it's not like a specific question, whatever, whatever I'm trying to say, philosophical, we're, we're general here. Um, you know, in the, in the last year or so, um, or, or, you know, whatever, 367 days, about to be 368, um, you, know, you got started in running, if, if memory serves, kind of as a challenge, something something to do, but something that you were able to control and, and it's really started to, to grow on you. Um, but what have you learned about yourself? You know, I, I feel like running can be a great teacher, uh, at least for me. I feel like I've learned a lot about myself and about others, but certainly about myself as, as you know, the, the longer I've been into running, the more lessons I kind of continue to learn. Uh, curious if there's something that you've learned about yourself in the last year um, that you can really kind of point to and be like, man, if, I bet if I hadn't started running January of last year, I might not have learned this lesson in this way. Yeah, and, and again, it's, 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 it's a great question. I think two, two things stick out. I think personally and, and internally, I've learned that you can always go further. I think that there's always that point when I'm doing a run where I say, okay, when I start a run, I always have a sort of a minimum this is what I'm going for and I won't stop until I get that. But then you get to the minimum and something or something else comes up. And I think you can always keep going when, when I've done some trail races um, and you always think you you're about to quit, but you know that you can always go further. So I think that that's something that running brought to my life that I, I always thought that this is my limit, but then you realize that the limit is, is a lot further than you think. And then I think something else that I've realized is just how humbling it is because sometimes, you know, I think with other sports, you know, there's no kind of measuring stick. You know, you can play soccer with your friends and you can't, you can say, yes, you know, we're as good as the pros to a certain degree. Whereas running, when you look at what uh, what the elite runners do in terms of marathon times and you, you look at how difficult it is to get even a sort of sub 40 minutes 10k for me you know for me that's <laughs> that's still something on the on the to wish list and then you see sort of people doing it you know under 30 minutes for example and you just think wow so it's humbling in 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 understanding how big the world is and how how much you have to do to to improve and and so that's something that I think a lot of people don't experience until they do something such as running because there's no getting away from the time. The time is the time and you can't, you can't cheat it or you can't mis misconstrue it as, as being something else. So those were the two biggest, I think, takes away, take away so far. Excellent. Excellent. And, and uh, just kind of nodding my head along because, uh, yep. Yep. I feel like I've learned those lessons too. And I'm no, 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 no question. Maybe no question. I'm sure <laughs> most, uh, most folks listening have learned something similar to that as well, which, which again, and, and you continue to evolve and continue to learn more. Um, but uh, thank you for sharing that, Marco. And, and y'all, if you want to follow along with Marco as he continues year two of his, of his running streak and, and who knows where, it, where else it might go, uh, Instagram at XX underscore run one. Again, R-U-N-O-N-E. Uh, all both, you know, I guess run is always going to be spelled out, but one is the word, not the, not the number or not the numeral. Uh, and if you want to find out more about what his, his you know, his kind of work life and, and maybe support some of the initiatives that they have going on there, fundlife.org is the uh, is the website. Didn't mention it at the top, but want to make sure to plug it here. Fundlife.org. Uh, we'll have a link in the show notes as well. Dizruns.com slash 1216. Dizruns.com slash 1216. Get you back to the show notes. Social media link, Fundlife link, anything else we talked about that makes sense to link, we'll have it linked up there as well. So. Marco, thank you for uh, for taking the time today. Um, always always a pleasure to to get to chat with somebody and, and uh, kind of learn more about their story. And, and I just appreciate the work that you're doing and, and the way that running ties into it. And thanks for coming to, to share that. And I uh, certainly wish you nothing but the best in 2024 and beyond with, with running and, and the work you're doing and the difference you're making in the world. So uh, thank you for the time and nothing but the best to you, my friend. Thank you also. Highly appreciate you, Danny, and giving me the space. And yeah, look forward to following your runs also. All right, y'all. Thanks so much for taking the time to listen to today's episode of the show. Hope you enjoyed the conversation between Marco and myself. And as per usual, I'd be curious to know what stood out to you from today's episode. What was your takeaway du jour? Du jour. Uh, for me, it was just something that kind of kept bubbling up throughout the course of the conversation. It was It's the organic growth that uh, Marco has, has experienced in running it and kind of the natural evolution that has, has happened over the last year plus for him. And 
it, it just like every time it would kind of bubble up. We were talking about this, talking about that, and he'd say, "Oh, you know, this happened organically, or it just kind of just kind of happened this way." Um, I just kind of couldn't help myself but thinking about all the times that I've tried to force things, all the times I've maybe kind of seen some other folks try to force things, whether it's it's people I'm working with, whether it's just friends, associates, running partners, whatever, trying to kind of force things running related. And, and look, you know, when we have goals, especially long-term goals, it, it makes sense, right? Like, like, you know, I want to do this because this is going to move me a step closer to my goal. But I, I think that sometimes it's, it's a good reminder to just kind of, you know, allow, allow things to happen, allow things to kind of develop the way that they're going to develop, especially, you know, it's one thing over the course of a year, year and a half, but over the course of, you know, if, if, if you're like me and you want to keep running for the next, I don't know. 30, 40, 50 years of your life, you know, kind of until they put us in the ground type of scenario. Um, I mean, it's, it's one thing to kind of say that right now, you know, I'm, I'm closing in on 42. Um, you know, running's going to look different 20 years from now, right? When I'm closing in on 62, but it's another thing to, as things start to change and as, as what I'm capable of doing starts to change, maybe I need more recovery as I get older, whatever the case might be, you know, it's a little, it's a little more difficult to try to, to, allow things to evolve. Right. And so I just think this was one of those good conversations to just, to just remind myself, maybe to remind you, yourself as well, that things are going to change and maybe it's our wants and desires and our goals that are going to change. And if that's the case, that's fine. Change with it. Maybe it's, you know, we'll all get to that point at some point where, you know, probably the, the overall PRs might be a thing of the past. Maybe you're already at that point, but then it's, it's how can we evolve goals, especially if, if speed goals and times and paces and things like that are still important to you. How can we evolve those so that maybe it's a, it's a, you know, it's, it's a PR for the year or it's a PR for this, this next three year period or five year, period, whatever it is that, that is reasonable and attainable. But when, you know, when I'm 50 and I'm looking back at paces, I ran when I was 25, although I wasn't much of a runner at 25 paces. I ran when I was 35, when I was 40, um, you know, maybe those won't be in the cards anymore, but maybe. I can set different targets, different, different goals. Um, maybe not even pace related. I don't know, but we'll allow it to evolve and, 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 um, just kind of happen organically over the next five, eight, 10, 12, 15 years. And, you know, we'll see where we are when we are. So that was my takeaway today. Just, just the, the, the value, the goodness that is organic growth. that is natural evolution and, and how, you know, even, even if you've got big goals, long-term goals, and, and y'all know that I've got a couple of those, um, we can still work towards those while things are changing and evolving and maybe our goals change and evolve and that's okay too. That's okay too. So that's, like I said, that's my takeaway today. Just that reminder that, that natural evolution, natural change and growth is good. And if it happens, it happens. And, and again, just allow it to happen. And one way or the other, as long as I'm still up and moving and running, you know, that's, that's for me, at least that's the important thing. So that was my takeaway for today. What about you? What stood out to you from today's episode? If you're willing to share it, as always, I would love to hear it. At Diz Runs on all the social medias, DizRuns at gmail.com. If you'd rather just send it the old-fashioned email way, which is ridiculous to say that's the old-fashioned way, but it's kind of the old-fashioned way at this point. Uh, you can also head over to the show notes today. We've got some photos and links, of course, um, and there's that comment section down at the bottom. DizRuns.com slash 1216. I'll get you there. DizRuns.com slash 1216. And uh, one last time for the giveaway, if you haven't got yourself entered yet, uh, we got a, we got a winner getting picked uh, just about 10 days from now. So get yourself entered at least 10 days from now as this is released. So get yourself entered into the giveaway, disruns.com slash giveaway, or on the homepage, disruns.com, either place. Pretty self-explanatory. Enter your name, enter your email address, and may the odds be ever in your favor. And with that, we'll go ahead and wrap this one up, y'all. Thanks for the time. Thanks for the attention. Thanks for taking Marco and I with you today. And until next time, y'all, be well. Take good care. Thanks again for listening. And uh, we'll talk soon, right? There you go.